0: DIMP Digital presents, Idle Game Chat.
1: Cool.
2: So Logan, let's get straight into it. Fantasy Gaming League update, another one on the docket for you. Mortal Kombat 1 coming out of the woodwork to score, at present, an 88. We'll talk about the reviews perhaps in a bit. This gives you a current points total of 780, meaning if you were to score 73 73 or above, you would hold the new record for the Fantasy Gaming League Championship. And it's Football Manager twenty twenty four, which I do have some news on later on, so there will be some little strands between these little segments. Um I mean you must be smiling ear to it. It's almost become a competition now just to beat records and not even worry about Parky.
0: I uh, I've been bitten before. So you know anything for some reason this would be the year when they don't hit their mid eighty. We're gonna delay it till
2: January twenty twenty four.
0: Or, to, yeah, or something like that. To yeah. incorporate the
2: Saudi Pro League properly. Yeah, Um,
0: I, I, I'm... You daren't say anything. Optimistic. I daren't say anything, yeah, but it's 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 a good position to be in. Like, that, that's for sure. And I kind of feel like, in a weird kind of way, there's. it's, it's a bit of a hollow, could be a hollow record point score. Because I think, as we've said... Or multiple podcasts before, this has been sort of, I wouldn't say unprecedented, but mm. it's definitely been a, a year, unlike there have been in many years, where we've got so many high-scoring, well-reviewed games. Um, yeah. And obviously, with the old Fantasy Gaming League piece, there is luck and fortune involved in terms of who you get in terms of the pick and what they what games they picked, so... You know, there is actually, in reality, very little that's within my control in it. So it's a weird kind of. uh, It's a bit different when you pick your your ten games and you're actually in that Grand Prix, um, and you're in and amongst it, and you've got more liberty. But really, you're kind of just at the behest of everyone else and making a few small decisions that might twist it in your favour. But ultimately, I could get like Adkins, like who, I don't know. I don't know who you'd say are the three hop knowledgeable people, but if you, if you, well, this is, I mean, it's, it's the best of a bad bunch in some ways, but Adkins usually does well. Yeah. Paul claims to know, but makes it too complicated. But basically, even if you had your, what you deemed your ideal team, like, one of those can just go off and pick something completely mental. Like even yeah. Adkins, I like, got lucky with Borders Gay. Oh
2: well, yeah, it wasn't even a valid pick at the start of the season. And then Open Critic unprecedentedly flushed all the reviews out from the early access and then mm. put it back to zero, so it was is valid again. So, yeah.
0: yeah, and like that, that literally never happens. There's always an element of fortune in it. Um, but it's gone well. Like, you know, even the games that we did have, we subbed out and got good scores for them. So, yeah, I think overall it's 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 gone well so far.
2: I'm pleased. Yeah. Well, I just looked, actually, it's gone down to an 87 Mortal Kombat. One of the things with Mortal Kombat 1 is, I don't know what's going on with the review process, but there's only like 15 reviews at present. Yeah. Now, you know, you'd be hard-pressed to say it's going to drop significantly by enough for it to be a problem but it's worth just caveating the scores that it's not got I like to look when there's a hundred odd reviews and you think it's not going to move you know, it might go up one it might go down one but it ain't going to go down by five or yeah eight, yeah yeah any, any more mm. than that but still I mean the the early signs are this is going to be a good one to have Adkins also has it in his team so he's laughing all the way to the bank with that um, is he the one that had Street Fighter as well? No, I thought he, I thought he had picked up all the fighting games that were trying to come out. But he yeah, had, he, he subbed out Tekken. Hall's been in the transfer market, getting rid of Toot. So he's got rid of Tempest Rising. <laughs> and he's transferred in this F-099, which was revealed yes. at the Nintendo Direct. Mm. Interesting choice, in my view, because I'm not sure... I don't know about these 99 games. I think everyone wanted F-0 back for obvious reasons. But did they want the 99 version Battle Royale take on it. I don't think they did. So I'll be interested to see how that one ends up coming out in the wash, I'm honest. Yeah. And
0: there hasn't been one for many, many years, if I remember rightly.
2: No, F-Zero has been dormant for a long, long time. And, um, Mm. I'm not convinced bringing it back in that that format. I mean, it looks fun. Updated version, mate. It
0: brought it updated into
2: what people in 2023 want. Maybe. I mean, what they do? They did a Tetris 99, didn't they? Yeah. And they did a Super Mario 99. So, they have, this is like their little thing, isn't it, what they do? They do a little 99 (laughs) way of doing it and, Oh, was it Pac-Man 99, yeah. was that one as well? Maybe there wasn't a, uh, a Mario I, one. I, I can't briefly remember, remember that, yeah. But
0: basically they've kind of revived the classics in this format and there's this like early hype around them mm. that then seems to rapidly dwindle Ooh. away, I think. Yeah, sort of an... Oh.
2: So look, Tetris 99 released in 2019, got an 83, only 28 reviews. Pac-Man 99 released in 2021, got an 80, 21 reviews. I can't even find the Mario one. If I, if I find it at some point, I'll be sending those updates. Yeah, I don't like the search engine on the uh, Creek, it doesn't. So oh, it feels like it's one of those ones. You don't get it exact. You don't always bring it up. And I'm like, well, I'm close yeah, enough. Where you yeah. should be figuring that out and not bringing yeah, up stuff I should, that I haven't put in.
0: Which should be a keyword search, really. Yeah. It's kind of like, but you have to, It does matches, more which is feed, annoying.
2: More feedback for them. But that's what's been going on in the mm. fantasy gaming league. Let's take a very very quick look at some of the reviews. I've been a bit shoddy on this lately. Wasn't sure if it was worth continuing with, if I'm honest. These Ronnie,
0: well, I think I still I think at the very least it's good to do a temperature check and say this and is where take the where... piss out of
2: hobby Consolales or whatever it is, which always I... seems to get on the menu.
0: Yeah, yeah, so they're always that's... there
2: day one. To be fair to them, so <laughs> are getting, st- the Spanish language consumers are getting served very well. They
0: get called lazy these Spaniards having siestas and whatnot, but. What can you say? They're there. They're they're working on it, and they're getting their stuff out day one. So can they be criticised? Um, so. They're
2: always there. How think If
0: you don't want to do if you don't want to do the reviews for whatever reason, I think it's good to say this is highest, this is lowest, this is this is the the realm in which you're operating in, mm. whether do, that's any value or not. Let's but.
2: do that then. Let's start at the lowest first because it's on the higher end. This particular game, so mm. we can get the to- out of the way with Christopher. Tuton from Screen Rant. Now, this is a star rating system, which I know you love. He's given it three and a half stars. What's that? Seven? <laughs> I uh, yeah, I was
0: going to go six then. I was like, oh, God, yeah,
2: seven out of ten. bad. Mortal Kombat 1 reboots the series for the second time in 30 years, and while the fighting is good, it's clear everyone is unsure how to move forward. Ominous. He suggested some story elements there. Well, to be honest, the one thing that interests me about this game is that it's a reboot yeah. because the arcs have been going on for years on end and it's nice mm. just to get a clean slate. But my understanding is the person who, in lore and in canon, as we were speaking about offline earlier this week, in the canon, the guy that the universe got rebooted by one guy, I can't remember his name, people are going to be putting their hair out. But he knows he's done it, I think. So, which to me suggests it's not a true reboot. It's still a strand of, you know, someone's done it in the universe. I so so, if you follow the timeline, right. someone did this. Whereas a reboot to me is like, forget about what happened before. We're going in a new direction, yeah. if, if that yeah, makes yeah. sense. Mm. But,
0: I I, I can completely understand in some games why people want the backstory and feel the need like you do to Well work is, through. Is Mortal
2: Kombat one of the essentials for that? So
0: this is what I was going to go to. It's like,
2: people ain't playing that for a rich backstory, surely. Surely. To be fair, to be... Well, here's what I would say about the developers for this Neverrealm Studios. I've played their... um, the, the DC fighting games they did. I can't remember for the life of me. I can't remember what they were called now. Injustice. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's it, yeah. And they yeah. actually
2: had decent sort of five to, well, maybe seven to 10 hour story modes. like there, It actually oh, yeah. wasn't, so for a fighting game, like I went through and played through both of the campaigns and I was like, yeah, that's fun. And you could like make choices who you, who you fight mm. in certain situations and the story slightly changes. You have to win to continue. It's kind of one of those weird not weird I suppose that's in most games you have to succeed don't you to continue the story yeah yeah, yeah. you can't
0: die and they go oh no, next No no branching paths yeah.
2: which <laughs> would be fun to explore like it'll be interested mm-hmm. to see a um like a bit of a, a a non-linear fighting game where your losses incorporate into the story and give you a different ending but that'll do people's You headings.
0: can't play with that character anymore no, they for right? the rest yeah, of the time dead. they they head <laughs>
2: ripped off in Mortal Kombat but never Realm yeah. Studios have done some good work and um on the story front, so I think out of the fighting games, they're seen as one of the better ones for that. So, yeah, I, I, just I, need, I need to read like into stories in
0: racing games. It's kind
2: of like they're—it's <laughs> just put around it for some purpose. Well, no. Well, we have no. We, we've discussed about booking in F one twenty three for a review. It's not coming this episode, but in the future that'll be there. And that does have a story mm. mode, and there could be surprises.
0: It's like when they did it in FIFA with the, with the thingy. The journey. Yeah. And it's kind of like, okay, but it doesn't, like you're still just ultimately just doing the same thing. Yeah. And just, that's, what, just that's in, the
2: problem I have. It's just scenario-based gameplay for what is typically yeah. a game that doesn't have scenarios. You just play the... You know, like a racing game, you just do, you just just a do versus, the just the versus, isn't it? It's a yeah.
0: competitive game.
2: It puts you on oh, I mean, the back foot and says, deal with that. You're 2-1 down, dig dig yourself out. And you're like, okay. Mm. And that's kind of the story. But same with the racing game. We'll go through that of F1. But you're putting like, oh, you've had an incident, lap one, make up five places by this time. You're like, okay. But yeah, I think that it's good that they have a decent story if they can get it. And Mortal Kombat 1 given what Realm have done previously i would be interested in sniffing at but this mm. fake reboot scares me if there's someone in that world that knows it's happened then it can't be done because who knows he might fucking unboot it and it'll be all it'll all be mechanical won't it because he's the guy went now nah, i'll unboot that you ain't having the reset i, I
0: yeah I, I love the way that your brain works because it, <laughs> it i i just would be like oh fancy plan. of a- a fighting game what's the latest one or oh, Mortal Kombat or Tekken or or you've yeah. got Street Fighter and I go which one do I prefer I played them all when I was a kid yeah um but I just I've Isn't never it? really got into fighting games because I struggle I always struggle with the purpose anyway I'm yeah. like it's not I don't know I suppose it's a similar thing to say oh, I've played a few games of FIFA or Pro. like it's it's like, why would you go on and do that? And I feel like that with with fighting games. Mm. And plus, I'm just far too fucking old now. I literally haven't played one.
2: Yeah. For 25 years. I'm no good at them. Never have been. Never will be. Yeah. It's just it's just as simple as that, unfortunately. But mm. let's have a look at some of the positive reviews. We've got James Mitchell top in the charts from Press Start. Don't have start buttons anymore, so that's now probably a retro. You'll mm. be seen. Yeah, you as-
0: missed a start button. Mm? Do you miss the start button?
2: Uh, Well, the PlayStation has that. I don't know what the play. I don't know. I don't like the fact that they're the same. They're just symbols now. You've got one that's just like got a light and then the other one is like menu. Menu. I don't like a menu
0: button. And then you've got that middle,
2: that touchpad is like the start Mm. button now. The Xbox has got two buttons still and it's got that Xbox button that takes you to the dashboard. I don't know. I think when they started doing all that shit, I was like, I don't know what problem you're trying to solve by doing this start and select I mean, what's, what's Nintendo got let's have a look here you know, they've got a home button and a minus button I mean what are we doing it was easy with start and select everyone it didn't matter if it didn't make any sense but we knew that just was comfortable with the, it the one on the right paused the game and then the one on the left did something else <laughs> you know, and that was that was how it went yeah you're right yeah. anyway James Mitchell's flying the flag with press start so we appreciate that Mortal Kombat 1 is a joyful reinvention of of a series that is continually hitting its stride, a strong and varied roster is bolstered by an ingenious cameo system that offers up a great degree of player flexibility unlike anything else. While it's a bit of an odd choice not to have cross-play at launch, interesting, and the approach to, approach to the gear is bound to be diverse, so it's probably, or divisive, sorry, so there's probably some level of maybe monetization or just Mm. blow or grind required there. Mortal Kombat Mm. 1 feels like the most complete Mortal Kombat experience so far. And perhaps even one of the best fighting games I've ever played. So unfortunately, I haven't got time to delve into James Mitchell's history about how many fighting games he has played. Because when you make statements like that, I should hope that you've been reviewing all of them. But that's the more positive look of Mortal Kombat 1. Seemingly on track to do at least mid to high 80s at this stage. And we'll track it if it drops off significantly and puts Logan in a bit of a precious cooker to try and get that record over the mm. line. But needless to say, it's put him in a, in a good position. I will just flick back to the Fantasy Gaming because an interesting stat I've got here from the Grand Prix. So you've got Adkins, who's only got four games out. So he's still under pressure there, but he's he's just got to make a few changes. And who knows, he's, he's, his average is mm. still 92, which is... In excess of 12 points above anyone else that's in the competition. So just get the games out and he's going to be in a good position most likely. So he's got Mm. four games out. Next up is Adcock, who's got five games out. He's got 342 points. So Adkins is behind him with 300... No, sorry. What am I talking about? Sorry, 353 for Adkins. (laughs) 362 for Adcock. He's nine points behind him with one game less. He's caught up a yeah, whole I mean, game on him, almost. I mean, that doesn't
0: doesn't <laughs> look great, does it? From a from no. an adcock perspective.
2: Well, Hall's not um, much better. He's only on three seven two, so it's a twenty point delta, which isn't really yeah. a great sign, is it? of one game less. No, he's got, it's very I mean, true. Yeah, He's Atkins just on fire, or of these lot just absolutely flat. He's had a
0: ridiculous. Well, I think there might be an element of. Both. I think all of yeah. Adkin's games so far have been a bit of bit driller, aren't they? They've been
2: Nothing lower up, than an eighty seven so far.
0: Which is just I would say I'd almost commit unprecedented. Yeah. Like it's mad. Um he's done well, but as you say, it puts the pressure on the last sort of six games for him.
2: Yeah. The, in a very every, short space of time. Everyone else, other than Hall, has had a sixty in their sixty-rated game or, or between sixty <sighs> and seventy-rated. Hall's uh, lowest is a seventy-one. So those those blowers have really dragged everyone's scores down this year. They've struggled,
1: but mm.
2: we will see how it all pans out. Let's get into the introduction. This is Idle Game Chat, Dimp Digital's flagship video game podcast. I've got myself apps here running. Some level of operation now. Probably more so than when I used to say that every week, because there's actually a stream deck here. There's transitions all done live, but not streamed live. So, you know, there's actually more stuff to be getting on. We've got Logan here, who's the FGL Grand Prix winner. So he won that last year and is now fighting for the big prize against Parkey, which is the FGL Championship. He's also our resident referee for the quiz, which reminds me I've not done questions for that in about four months. I don't want to be sitting there December 1st going through (laughs) fucking months of shit to find that. So I need to pull my finger out my ass there and get that. But we're here to talk about some bits of video game news and industry stuff. And then we'll close out with some impressions of a video game that you can play today. I said I had some news on Football Manager 2024. We mentioned it earlier. Mm -hmm. Um, Here's the headline or here's the... The 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 crux of it. Football Manager twenty twenty four mobile, which I know you're not a Mm -hmm. fan of, but you know, it's all right. We got mobile. Yeah, I think it's all right. It's good. Mm. Will be exclusive Mm. to Netflix subscribers. The game will launch on Netflix Games on November the sixth. So the next mobile installment of the football franchise will only be accessible Mm. by via a Netflix subscription. Unlike. FM 2023, 20, which was part of Apple Arcade. I didn't know that. I hadn't been tracking it. Existing players with an, an, an existing Netflix membership can access and install the game through the Netflix mobile app from launch. The FM 24 app will still be available on App Store and Google Play, but only accessible with a Netflix account and login. So you can still download it outside of that Netflix ecosystem, but to sign mm. into the game and play it, you need to be having a a Netflix subscription. Now, we know Netflix have been toying mm. and plodding and poking at the game industry. They've got their own mobile app. You can play some games through their various apps on TVs even. And they've even bought the studio that I think did uh, Oxenfree uh, most recently. I'll get the name of that studio just in a moment. But what do you make of this? I mean, I don't know how popular Football Manager is on mobile. I would imagine the, the PC and the laptop Mac usage is much higher, but... As we know, mobile is a big industry. Netflix clearly looking to get in on the act and uh, locking down some some access to games. You need to have a Netflix account to play this game, which seems like a I don't know, I don't know. That's, uh, uh, that's I actually
0: didn't, I didn't know this. I hadn't, I hadn't seen it. So it's interesting to me that that's the case. Now, just doing a quick bit of research, FM twenty twenty three mobile. In the Google Play Store is currently number three in the paid games, top paid games chart. Mm. So behind Minecraft and uh, interestingly, Motorsport Manager 4. Um, <laughs> I, How's that uh, getting above Footy I, Manager? Well, Football Manager scored a 4.6 out of 5. Minecraft, 4.5 out of 5. Motorsport Manager 4, 3.4 out of 5. So. People are obviously chucking some money out. It's six ninety nine as well. That is mad. Mm. Um good game. So man. I I guess broadly speaking, you know, it, it does well. Um it's it's a popular mobile game. It's nine ninety nine. Like it's 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 quite dear and I I don't tend to buy it. Night School just,
2: Studio they bought, which was the Oxen Free Developers. They've bought other stuff as well. They've been really not mm. that, well, I haven't bought fucking you mm. know, take two or or even yeah. Acti- tried to buy Activision, but they're still clearly trying to diversify their portfolio. Anyway, continue. Mm.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think from my perspective, I've got a Netflix account. So which tier are you on? I don't pay
2: for it. I'm <laughs> I'm getting swindled with that fifteen ninety nine one because there's other people using it, and secretly, yes. I mean, the people that are using it don't listen to this, but secretly, I'm hoping that they crack down that password sharing and block them out so I can go to a lower tier because I don't need four screens. I don't need to be paying for that, but now I've sort of done it and they use it. I, don't, I feel bad saying, "Well, yeah. that's going." So I'm hoping Netflix just pull the rug out from under everyone. I'll say, you oh, well, well, "Well, you, ca- you can't yeah, have no, it I'm anyway." Not tight. Exactly. But- <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, um, yeah, so I use deal. I use Jody's one. I use hmm. her login, um, so I don't actually know. But I mean. I'd have it anyway, like I've got Prime, I use Amazon Prime video for that. Um so I guess from my perspective it's it saves me a tenner. So mm. but I don't I don't like the idea because you can pay ten pound once this... and get the game forever. Yeah. And then that's that. Whereas this, if for whatever reason you stop your Netflix subscription, you lose yeah access
2: to it. Sounds um, like Sounds like Game Pass to me a little bit. What?
0: A little bit, and i you know look, I'm I'm loath to criticise games, not specifically Football Manager, but I've I've said for ages that everything seems to be moving towards this more subscription based yeah. uh, effort, if you like. But I I just prefer. I wouldn't mind if they went. You got to have a Netflix account, but if you buy it like you buy a movie yeah. for it, you can always watch that through our our platform. I'd be like, fine. I don't know why you'd do that, but it's it's a it feels like the right sort of game to play through netflix arguably like you know it, you don't really need input lag and you could stream it you could do whatever yeah but they're not even doing that by the sounds of it you actually install it through the app it just kind of is a gateway to installing it anyway yeah so it's obviously just a a cash deal isn't it basically oh, yeah. to get it
2: on that platform netflix have gone to Sega, who I think are publishing this. I don't know if they published the mobile version, actually, but they do the PC and mm-hmm. gone. is some money. And they went, yeah. It is Sega, yeah. Yeah, you can have that. That's fine. They went, yeah, but no, they've got to have a Netflix account. And they went, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Don't care. Because <laughs> we're going to chuck it on Game Pass anyway. I think the key... Well, we assume they will. They did last year. We just, yeah. I think the key point there is that where Game Pass definitely gets it right is that if you don't want to be part of Game Pass, you're not locked out of accessing the games... No, you, you just buy them a la carte, which is fine. Yeah. That's what you want. You want options. You want the option to mm. do it or not do it. This yeah. is more down the path where I don't like it where it's you mm. either subscribe to Netflix or you don't be accessing it. And there's no way just to buy it outright. Even if it was mm. 25 quid, you know, if you if you only ever wanted to subscribe to Netflix and you played it for six months, you're probably better off just buying it for that higher price depending on mm. what tier you got it for, but I don't like the idea of things being gated away where there is no option just to buy it. And I know the word ownership is a bit of a strange one around games because like, well, you've only got the rights to play the license. You don't own anything. And I'm like, yeah, okay, well, fine. If you want to be pedantic about it, that's fine. Yeah, but yeah. You don't get a chance to own it. You have to continually pay for access to it. Mm. I don't like the idea of that. But then you have the Salmons of Society saying, well, that's how World of Warcraft works. I don't pay that subscription. I don't pay it. I don't play it. Yeah, more. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's not unheard of. The model's of.
0: the model. I mean, I think saying like Warcraft has always been that way. Mm. Whereas this certainly has, has never been this way. It's only recently, obviously, the past couple of years have put it on Game Pass. And, but you could still buy it. I, I I hope that there's. I hope that in the future you could still buy it mm. on on the App Store and have access to it. I feel like they should complement each other. It's kind of like, oh, if you've got a Netflix account, you can play it through
2: Netflix. Brucey bonus, yeah.
0: As a Brucey bonus. Um, in the same way as you say that you've got Game Pass, and if you haven't got Game Pass and you can buy it, like it should be the same thing with the mobile version. But obviously Netflix are going, no, mm. we want the market. We want you to pay us to play it. We don't want you to pay Apple and Google to do it. Um, so, yeah, it's just a bit of a shitty paywall. But obviously if you've got a account already, it's a it's a Brucey bonus. So it depends mm-hmm. which side of the fence you're on. There will be obviously a small minority of people who do usually play FM mobile and don't have a Netflix account. Yeah. And will sit there and go, I ain't paying for that to get it. And but who knows? I mean it says here it's done over a hundred thousand downloads on the store at ten pound a pop. So Not what's that ten grand? It,
2: I Have I done I that wrong? I don't do the maths. That's where you need Hall just to do it in his head.
0: A thousand times ten. Would that be one oh, thousand a hundred thousand? Hundred
2: thousand times ten. One million. million. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So they've got a million quid. They give twenty percent of whatever it is to Google, so it's eight hundred grand.
2: Maybe or Netflix we will give you eight fifty. Yeah, well this, this is, is the simple thing, as like, that, get, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: This is what they've done. They've yeah, gone. Right. They've got, fine. And it might be like a monthly like payout that they continue to get dependent sure. on the volume yeah. of downloads and stuff, so
2: that may be more appealing as well because you know that it's going to mm. come in for X amount of time during a period and you can plan for that money. Whereas yeah. that's why these fucks don't want you paying annually, they want you to keep paying every month. That's why Microsoft took away that game yeah. pass annually. They went, No, nah, we'd rather you just pay every month so we know that that's coming in. Yeah, yeah, it's, short it's in for it. Us. It. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Like say, um, if gave, if yeah. someone
2: gave you your salary all in one go, I'm like, I don't think I'd do well with that necessarily. Yeah, I don't.
0: I'd get to the end of the year and just be as basic, right. yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> dipping into the old savings. Going, oh, but a bit too uh, carefree earlier in the summer. Um, mm. But yeah, I think I think it's it's okay. It's, I'm I'm not hugely against it, but. At the same time, I think there's going to be a portion of people that are shut out because yeah. they, they want to play it and they don't have or want Netflix.
2: No. Yeah, I hope they this doesn't become the trend, if I'm honest, because removing the options of just buying stuff mm. is, the, is the slippery slope to full-time rental of games rather than just being able to pick up and play them when you want. You to constantly yeah. keep paying just to access stuff. And I don't like the idea of that. Uh, we are ways away from that being an issue, but these little mm. chinks in the armor that start appearing, I'm like, hmm.
0: I don't like the volume of um participants. And <laughs> I, I mean that in a way that like previously it used to be used to have Sky and Netflix for a period of time, right? Mm. Um and then it was Amazon Prime come along. And then um like all the various different streaming avenues started cropping up. And now you Apple got Paramount Plus. Plus, you got Apple Plus. Like, and then all of a sudden, like I went onto Amazon Prime the other day and there's about 30 others, like there's Warner Brothers doing theirs, yeah. Disney have come along. And everyone starts going, well, you have to start then subscribing to everyone individually. And that's the bit where I'm concerned where it will go, rather than it being a PlayStation subscription, an Xbox subscription, a Steam account, a... Uh, yeah. a Nintendo account like, and you've got everything all in sort of four places that you'll all of a sudden have to start having an Activision Bethesda. Like, do, do you know what I mean? Like an Activision account, a Bethesda account, a this account, a that yeah. account, a bloody Square Enix account. And all of a sudden you've got to oh. su- directly subscribe to each of these to be able to bloody play the games. And I think that's that's the nightmare scenario that I want to avoid, really.
2: Yeah, and the, op- the option to buy, just pick and choose, has to has to remain in the gaming yeah. space because because the, mm. then you're you're only ever going to be you're just going to be like well I get I get stuck with what I'm given I've got no choice in what I'm <laughs> buying or playing and I've got to subscribe mm. here I've got to unsubscribe there there's a mm. no way and like I say with the with longer games you'll I will feel under pressure to complete things quicker to get the value out of the subscription because yeah
0: agreed it's yeah. like
2: well if I just bought it I could just go well I've, I've just taken the hit there and I'll just do it when mm. I want to but yeah yeah, I mean it's interesting as well. Going back to the TV side of things, you had, we had Sky, originally, like that was always seen mm. as like expensive. Now, I think if you added all the different subscription models there without Sky, you'd be paying more than what a standard Sky package would be. Yeah, if, if you yeah, want the sport, you've got to pay great. anyway. It's really got more expensive rather than less expensive. You want access to everything? <laughs> it's, it's so
0: expensive. Yeah, to, to to I mean, look, you've got more choice than ever, right? And I yes. think.
2: There's a, a lot good of thing, content like, and no one really needs all that content, let's be honest. No, no, and no,
0: I'm I'm pretty picky. I mean I've got Disney for kids, like I think that's a good thing to have. Um But really, like when I actually watch things, I I do limit it to Netflix and um and Amazon Prime. because I'm like, yeah. I've got to draw the line somewhere. somewhere. Amazon um, Prime's
2: an interesting one because I'll watch stuff on there but very rarely it's it's more so for the delivery. <laughs>
0: Like yeah, they, they, no, I, I mean, I, I have to admit, I would have Amazon Prime, irrespective regardless, yeah. not,
2: regardless. <laughs> yeah.
0: like, because and it the pays off. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it just pays It's, I mean, there's a value package and a value proposition, mm. like, and we talk about Game Pass and all the things you get through there, like, Amazon Prime is similar, I think, in that it's, yeah. it is, if you use it regularly enough, obviously, like, like anything, you have to use it, but most people throughout their day would, I mean, I ordered a new desk the other day, like, Uh, and you just go well how much would it have cost me to have it delivered yeah like it could have cost me a tenner to have it delivered if i bought it anywhere else and it's just like if i'd ordered one thing a month it pays itself off basically so and they they do have some good stuff on there but i try to and i would be similarly disciplined with um any gaming subscriptions like i don't do the i'll I'll finish spider-man miles morales and then i'll just whack my subscription back to the basic one that I have yeah. to have. And stuff like that. I'm disciplined around it, but it just concerns me because I saw that there's... Um, is it Square Enix or it's another one that's trying to do some sort of... Who is it who does Assassin's Creed? Ubisoft. Ubisoft. So they're doing a thing, aren't they, where they're trying to get all of their games together and, yeah, they've got and into kind of a model.
2: Plus and this is the thing. They've got, yeah. got Ubisoft Plus, which is like... A version. You've got EA Access, which is another yeah. spin on it. I mean, there is a lot going on, but I think I think you're right. The word there is discipline. People just need to realise that you cannot play it all. So just pay mm. for what you need in the moment. And if that means yeah. buying it, it, means buying it. If it means subscribing for a month, mm. it means subscribing for a month. And then you'll keep more money in your back pocket. It's because it's easy just to sign up for these things and leave them to run.
0: Yeah. And it's- but it's just so my overriding point is, I just don't like that. No, I, I didn't. I, I mean, when EA did theirs, I was like, "That's kind of okay." I think it was about three ninety nine a month, yeah, and it's, like the it's, library was big. It like, was inoffensive, like, yeah. It was inoffensive, but then once everyone starts cottoning on and, and ring fencing their games into these subscription based access models, because at the minute <clears> you can still buy a if you can still buy the games that you want to as well. Yeah. Um, it was more kind of a legacy based application. EA like, Play was, was the like the
2: first. I mean, from my memory, the first one that kind of did this, and it wasn't, it was never day in date, but it was, nice. it was It was like, here's our legacy content. And like you said, it was really cheap, like £30 a year you could get it for. Yeah. 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 went on the Xbox One July 2000, no, in August 2014. So a few yeah. years before Game Pass was even a thing. Yeah, I remember, yeah. I remember the time looking at it thinking, that's actually pretty cool and pretty good because the price was so low. Yeah, oh, it was, that's... as you
0: say, it was so inoffensive and, everything... it, and it was,
2: sorry, that go on.
0: I'll I was just going to say it was pretty much like you could subscribe at any point and cancel at any point and they wouldn't say, well, you subscribe, so you've got to pay for a whole month. Like You could pretty much do what you wanted to with it and it was really flexible um, and they had a good library of games on there and it wasn't yeah. a case of anything was locked behind it. Um, it was just a case of, hey, you want to play some of the older stuff that you might have missed, like I had all the, yeah. the battlefields on there and I think like Army of two and all these various different things were on there and it's kind of like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but as you say, as, as it's evolved since then, it's, it feels like it could become a potential way of locking games behind right. a, a paywall yeah. um, you have to subscribe to. And even though, as you say, if you subscribe to it for a month and paid a tenner and there was a day-and-date game there, you would be quids in. But then you're always sitting there thinking, if I get this done, I can cancel it and get some money back. Or as you say, it puts you under that pressure to get it done. And you start thinking, if there's like two games that you wanted to play, you'd go, well, I want to play those two in the same month now from that because it, it makes to, sense economically to do, right? It starts to
2: dictate roadmap, which I don't like. Yes. I like to have yeah, my yeah, own that. roadmap. And also, like, I've got in the habit of replaying some of my... Like, not, well, they are. I wouldn't be replaying if I think, mm. like them, but some some games. And yeah. I would feel grieved having to resubscribe to play something that I'd already yeah, played. Bought. Do you know what I mean? Where, yeah, 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 yeah. It was, whereas where well I've bought it, it's just it's always there in my account. I'll just download it again mm. and it's ready to go. Spider Man yeah. being a prime example. This was mm. this is now playthrough number three, so it's yeah. you know, it wouldn't that would have been annoying if I had to subscribe to something to go back to that. But this is a economically a waste of time, but mm. there we go. Football manager twenty twenty four sparking off more subscription controversy. I don't know if this will cause any noise because it seems like it's such a niche of a of the of the of the football manager franchise that you know not so just, people... just for
0: context if they locked behind either the Xbox version yeah. or the main version that I'm excited to play on yeah. PC this year if yeah. they locked that behind a Netflix account I would be pissed yeah because at a principle it would annoy me that that's locked away in that way like the full blooded version I don't want that I no. just want to be clear on that like I don't I'd rather pay my 30, 40 pound, whatever it might be up front, and have it because yeah. I like it in my library. Yeah. Um, I don't want them to do it in any other way.
2: No. And don't, we're not there yet. This is just no. a little bit of a peek through the window and going, hmm, if, if some people are doing it, others are thinking about it. This is not a. They're testing the waters, though. Exactly. exactly like, absolutely. And everyone's watching. They'll all be looking at the, trying to get whatever data they can, going, ah, maybe hmm. we can drive people down there. So don't be. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but. They're all watching, seeing how this pans out, and thinking, "How do we tweak? How do we get people to do what we want them to do?" I don't know what their yep. aim is, but I suggest I would, I would guess they want more people paying monthly than just buying stuff à la carte because yes, you're paying for something that you, you is not there's nothing tangible there. It doesn't even matter on the product, does it? Because the the whole point is there's so much there that you won't ever want to cancel, i.e. the Netflix effect. Yeah, yeah. It's silly not to not have it, but if you're just buying a game, you see it comes out and gets a 78. You're like, oh, I can wait for that. They don't get their money. And they're like, wow. We'll see. Scary, or is it? This is scary. Square Enix stock has fallen 30% from its peak this year, wiping almost $2 billion off the company's market value. The Japanese publisher's share price reached its highest point this year in the days running up to Final Fantasy 16's release in June, but closed this past Wednesday at its lowest level since May 2022. So not actually that... Well, it's not great news, but clearly it was spiking, perhaps artificially, for one game, and then hasn't yeah. hasn't stayed on that. Um, and yeah, it's as low as May 2022, which... If they said May 2015, I'd be like, Christ, that's an all-time low. But something that was a year in year change ago, I'm not too concerned about. Although you've got a bit more of an economic mind when it comes to this stuff anyway. This feels like a bit of a culmination of some terrible products they've released. Like, I think about Marvel's mm. Avengers over the year. That was just an absolute should have been a slam dunk and just toilet. This year though we've got we've had Final Fantasy 16 which has pre- performed very well critically. There was that rumbling that it didn't meet the high end of their expectations. Mm. Now why you would say that at an earnings call and spook off in which is you know you know how it works. It's yeah things yeah. like that and they're like well let's get it spooks people away and then you share, the share price took an immediate punishment from mm. that but also Forspoken I Forgot came out this year and that absolutely bombed critically yeah. and commercially an absolute shitter so mm. Final Fantasy sixty was left with a lot of heavy lifting on its shoulders and probably couldn't do it on its own yeah um
0: just to add as well the market would generally respond like worse To it, it, it won't like if something was equally good and equally bad mm. it would drop 15% with bad news and increased by 2%, 3 4 5% right. with yeah. good news. I, I don't know the way to properly articulate that, but essentially it will be more dramatic towards the bad news than it will be. It oh, won't equate. News. Yeah, it won't. Everything being never equal, this like...
2: you'll drop off more than you'll raise if the – Yeah.
0: Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, so the idea is, is that you don't want dramatically bad news or bad press in any way because it would negatively affect the price, I think, more than a – Bit of positive news news would increase it in in terms of a bounce.
2: Yeah, and they can't. I and mean, far as I need to correct me again if I'm wrong, but they they said it didn't meet the high end of their expectations. I don't know if they had to mm-hmm. say that, but they couldn't lie about the performance of it. And then perhaps they could have worded it differently. But when you're yeah. talking at an earnings earnings meeting, you can't be sitting there saying it smashed all you know, forecasts. I think there's a there's probably a better way to word that so it didn't sound like it had failed well, to meet expectations. But it's stuff like that that I'd, I've seen spooks off yeah. people and they go, well, get me out of
0: Largely, there. they'll have forecasts for the year that they'll, they'll share with the shareholders and say, this is what we want to do. Um, so... I, I don't think there's any way of hiding it. Ultimately, when people are looking at buying and selling and establishing the value of shares, it seems like capital balance sheet, like how much profit they've got, like the price to earnings ratio. Like there's various yeah. different things they'll do to value that share. Um, so it doesn't just come down to um, press essentially, or, or product performance. It's the, ultimately the underlying balance sheet as well will, will play a part in that. So, it could be a culmination of, of the two in terms of how their, their share prices has has performed over the past sort of 12 to 18 months. But as you say, it could have just, they could have had a really good game last year that gave them this huge bounce in terms of cash flow and balance sheet and press that really Mm -hmm. bumped up their price because everyone wanted a bit of that. And then obviously everyone starts dumping it because they've had a shit year or for whatever reason. And, um, you know, it, 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 it doesn't go so well. That is the nature of the stock market.
2: Well, Square Enix themselves are just known for almost every game that comes out, they say it failed to meet expectations. So whoever's in that forecasting department needs to get the sack. I remember it Boy, with... it's the
0: opposite of Phil because whatever comes out, Phil goes. well, it's, it's blown. Best it selling
2: game ever. Well, like, <laughs> manage expectations. The number one rule of these surely these jobs. Yeah, but... yeah. They've had all. They've come out and said it about almost every single game that they've released, like big yeah, AAA weird, games. It? And it's a bit of an odd one because we were not privy to what the expectations are, nor are we privy to mm. the budgets. But when they publicly say things, or like, well, say publicly, they're in earnings mm. calls, which I guess become public knowledge because mm. people kind of transcribe them and whatnot. But they must say that knowing that it's going to affect their. Their, their stock price and their share market and they they. they... Maybe they
0: think it looks and makes them look good in terms of they think they're releasing these great products and they want to like rather than going well they did better than we thought or what you're chucking out to it then are you? Yeah. um i don't know it's i think it's a weird way to to phrase it i, I guess there's a way of saying oh we thought it would resonate better because of the quality of the product or whatever it might be but i still think just you know, you don't want to admit that saying hasn't done as well as you thought it would. Like, yeah. you can not like, go into your you? year-end review, would you, and go, oh. well, it did, I didn't do as well as I thought I would. Well, what do you mean by that? What you, feet up or what? Well,
2: wow. trouble is I don't think they can cook the books and fib. It's all written down somewhere. <laughs> it's all it's all, it's all, been, right. it's all been presented, yeah. isn't it, as we're going to get this, yeah. that and the other. But I don't know. Anyway, the, the question around this was... Does this make them ripe for an acquisition? Square Enix have got a lot of IP sitting under there, a lot of development, they're Japanese focused and obviously Phil's off the market at the moment because he's still dealing with ABK. Got too much on his plate. Well, really, a few months (laughs) ago, we thought that was in the bag. It just seems to have just hit a bit bit of a roadblock. But what do you think? I mean, the rumour has always been that Sony would be a good partner to go in for Square Enix. They've got the Final Fantasy Mm -hmm. relationship there. They've got that some level of exclusivity for 16, they've Mm. had 7 remake on console exclusivity and then also timed on Mm. PC Um, but Square Enix themselves have been strange in the way they approach things, they've released things, Octopath Traveler 2 for example, not on Xbox platforms, Octopath Traveler 1 was, Octopath Mm. Traveler 1, not on PlayStation platforms, Octopath (laughs) Traveler 2 on PlayStation it's like what are you what's going on chasing the money well (laughs) that's
0: what that boils down to yeah um but i mean never say never uh, whether whoever buys something generally buys it because they think it's undervalued or whether they think they can add more value to it or that over time it will add more value to their company Mm. do sony need something like this when When they're already getting yeah, the exclusives anyway. <laughs> the like thing. do they really need to acquire it when they've got Square Enix in their pocket anyway? Essentially,
2: the only reason you'd want to acquire it is if you thought that someone else might come in and nab it yeah. and then make an exclusive. And there has been some some potential building bridges from Xbox and Square Enix in the last month or so. I mean, Phil popped mm. out on on some sort of fucking showcase and was like, "Yeah, we're working on building a stronger partnership and whatnot. So Jim was probably sitting it home his whiskey going, hmm.
0: <laughs> I, I, I I always wonder as well how much actual capital, if you like, Sony have in the bank. I mean, I, I, Jim always pleads poverty, but they, oh. they certainly ain't poor. Um, it's just whether, as you say, they're getting paid essentially, or they're getting – no, that's wrong. They're not getting paid. They're paying Square Enix to have the – exclusives on PlayStation primarily anyway. So you think, would they yeah. really, uh, would, they, would they look at it and go, well, we can stop paying them, we can just have it all exclusive and we can have them in-house and we can make it better, whatever they want to do. But ultimately, they'd probably let them run independently anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't think so. And Phil ain't going to do anything there, is he? It seems unlikely they've got their, their plate for and they've just acquired, well, if... they should be acquiring them for 60 a billion dollars. It's like he said he's not done empty. yet,
2: though. He said he ain't done
0: well. He we should be for a oh, bit. Yeah. Get some good games out. Start filled
2: 87. Yeah. We'll see. Square it's <laughs> a strange one, they always will be in my eyes. And uh, who, who knows what's next? They seem to do really well and then just make some catastrophic errors. But there we go, right. Xbox Game Pass Core has been confirmed if it's 36 games. All right. I think by the time people listen to this, it's it would have transferred over. So if you're an Xbox Gold member, this is basically replacing that. You used mm-hmm. to get your two monthly shitters. Now you get 36 games, <laughs> I think indefinitely. I, I imagine some of these will cycle off because mm. unless they just indefinitely keep renewing the licenses to have them on there. But here's the, the rundown. Among Us... Astroneer, Celeste, Dead Cells, Descenders, Dishonored 2, not Dishonored 1, Doom Eternal, Standard Edition, so no DLC, Elder Scrolls Online, Fable Anniversary, Fallout 4, Fallout 76, no one wants that, Firewatch, Forza Horizon 4, Standard Edition, so we're not getting Forza <laughs> Horizon 5, interesting, Gang Gangbeast, Gears 5, Game of the Year Edition, Golf with Your Friends, Grounded, Halo 5, Guardians, Halo Wars. No Halo Infinite, Hellblade, Senua's Sacrifice, Human Fall Flat, Inside Limbo, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, Overcooked 2, Payday 2, Crime Wave, Crime Wave Edition, Power Wash Simulator, Your Favorite, Psychonauts 2, yes. Slay the Spire, Spiritfarer Farewell Edition, Stardew Valley, <laughs> State of Decay, State of Decay 2, Juggernaut Edition. Superliminal, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Shredder's Revenge, Unpacking, and Vampire Survivors, which costs all of £5. So be careful around the value of that one. Might as well just buy it because you're going to spend 100 hours in it. Is this list of 36, and they said they're going to add to it over the years. And like I said, there probably will be subtractions 12, 18, maybe two years out. But I imagine it's going to be around the Mm. 36 to 40 mark for the next three to five years is this better than the painfully poor offerings that we'd had added to gold? Oh, you get this static list of 36. Or is the, was the wonder of having the, the two random games coming through part of the charm of, of gold? Or, to be honest, this is the real one. So People have only got that gold for that, that online play, so they didn't really care about that. I don't think people were subscribing for the games. If they were, they were getting swindled. But does this, make, so, does this make an offering now? Yeah. Where it's worth just having it for the games, I guess, is the no. question. Wow. No. Um,
0: now, without going into some steep lore, I think I did use to look forward to the monthly games, not just on Xbox, but on, on PlayStation as well. Don't forget Rocket League yep. was basically introduced via, via the free games piece on PlayStation, right? So it... It has some genesis, I think, in introducing some lesser-known games, I would say indie, however you want to put it, to the community, and it's a nice little Brucey bonus. That was back when it was £30 a year, mm. right? And you used to get a little Brucey bonus. You used to pay for it online, and it was all... I I was okay with that and how it, how it kind of went. Now, with the advent, as we discussed earlier, some of the streaming and and the, the, the games locked behind paywalls and all this various kind of new way of accessing games, like the the quality of the Xbox games and arguably the PlayStation 1s too have, have gone downhill. It's just kind of been like, mm. what have we got left over that ain't getting put on one of our streaming services that we can just give away? basically i would say giveaway for nothing but it's not for nothing no. can we give to the, the sub- lowest tier subscribers subscribers and that's how it's felt for a long time there hasn't Get been an out xbox the bins,
2: alan said it is
0: yeah it's like you know what bargain bin shit have we got that we can put on there And some of them as well they just started regurgitating some old xbox 360 games or ps4 games for the ps5 like it was pretty piss poor to be honest um and i think it's you know, there's nothing on there that I'd be thinking I will subscribe to play that. Like Game Pass is different. Like the actual Game Pass No, this
2: is Game Pass now, it's a Game Pass Core. It
0: ain't. No, game no. Pass, because it's uh, just a load of shit to suffer the blow of taking Forza the Horizon Four money away.
2: That's highly yeah. regarded game. Standard editions so and no DLC. It's just I mean it softens
0: the blow. There is an argument that it's better than getting two bits of two every month, right? But
2: it's, but that two bits it, of took was a, not a deliberate ploy, but that's it, sh- it. Didn't need to be two bits of took because it wasn't always two bits of took. It became two bits of took because they decided to neglect it. So they basically yeah, agreed yeah. made the offering undesirable and said, "Well, it's crap, isn't it? We know it's crap, but that's a decision they made." <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: I
0: agree. Yeah, it, <laughs> there is a clear desire. To not do this sort of free monthly game thing. It must be awesome, really it it? Yeah, must
2: Imagine who's got to sit there and scramble and get those sorted every month. That is a thankless yeah, job. Yeah. And everyone goes, oh, that's shit. Yeah. And you've got, so, yeah, you've, got a, yeah. you've got a team there working in relationships and partners yeah, and yeah, yeah, to try trying and to negotiate. <laughs> yeah, of course. And, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, I agree. <laughs> um, but I just think, you know, I broadly think that in this day and age of where we're at, like... They, they obviously did this agreement anyway where if you've got a free-to-play game, they won't charge you for online play. You don't have to yes. have a live subscription yeah. to, to do it, um, which was the right decision. But I just think, broadly speaking now, if I buy Call of Duty, the next Call of Duty, why do I need to pay for that online piece to be yeah. playable? Like I, I just think, broadly speaking, there shouldn't be this paywalled access to online play nope. and there's probably a load of people that have talked to me about having to provide infrastructure and maintain that and repair it like, I do understand like, but I don't think that that cost should be borne by me, I think the cost should be borne by the developers and the publishers that are pr- producing games for online play, I don't think the player should have to subs- like, I don't pay it for the maintenance of the railways, Right? <laughs> That ain't my job to do that. <laughs> I pay to use the railway and the railways have to maintain their railway. Yeah. So, um, well, do they. you know, I think I've bought the console. Well, yeah, I know. But I'm saying I've bought the console. I've paid you the money and now I have to pay you to maintain an online service as well. Like what, yeah. what are we doing? Yeah. Um, well,
2: so, you'll be joining the... the PC crowd soon. You won't have to deal with this anymore. Potentially. Yes.
0: Well, yeah. And it's all play cosplay. Yeah, 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 I know, yeah. And, you know, it's part. I'm playing the long game with this, right? Because I've been trying to see how it goes and what. And I, I don't like the way. I think we spoke about this last week with how. It feels like it's a bit. The consoles used to be the most economical way, I think, of playing games, like over the long term. Mm. Um, and there's no doubt about it that a PC is expensive and that it is a hefty initial outlay. It's an eye wall, um, initially. It is, but you know, there are some advantages and I think PC gaming is becoming by far more accessible and it's cross play and everything like that. So I'm trying to play the long game with it. I just really don't like this, this console cash grab that's going on. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I just think there should be a library of games. I was quite happy with how it was. I think they should have got rid of game pass core or xbox live or whatever it is and it's easy to chuck that money away and easy for me to say chuck that money away they're never going to do it but in my ideal world that should be gone and they should enhance the offering for game pass and that should mm. be the... If they want to push people towards that subscription-based model, then make people... Make it worthwhile for me to have Game Pass Ultimate and for yeah. more people to go on that higher tier rather than moving everyone from Xbox Live Gold to Game Pass Core, which is it's just not... It's no. not Game Pass because you've got static games that are just... It. It's just a, a, a rebrand as far as I'm concerned. Um, but yeah, I... I you know, I... I don't like it. I'm not supportive of it. And I can't sit here and say it's better value because you've got 36 took games instead of two a month.
2: <laughs> that's a fair game. Here's the current... There's four tiers of Game Pass, essentially. Yes. And this includes the PC one, which I'll get to. So you've got Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, twelve ninety nine a month, so 13 UK pans per month. Yeah. That gives you access to PC library and console library of Game Pass uh member deals discounts and perks so sometimes you get like a three month apple plus subscription i've seen all that in there online console multiplayer so that's the xbox gold bit there you rolled go into it and then yeah. ea play membership as well which i think is a good boon yeah. you got pc game pass so this is very much the same other than you don't get the well, you don't need the console multiplayer because you're only on pc um you get all the, all the same sort of perks. You don't get the uh, the Apple Plus stuff, but you get EA Play as well. That's seven ninety nine a month, eight UK pence a month. Interestingly, and this is just going from left to right on their tier page from their Xbox site. It then goes to Xbox Xbox Game Pass Core, which is six ninety nine a month, so seven UK pence. And you get your online console multiplayer. It has a catalogue of over twenty five high quality games and consoles. So they've over delivered there. Or maybe that's a sign of where it's going to bottom out. Once no, those uh,
0: well, you've noticed high quality, so they've obviously. <laughs> they've so what up. they've done is they've gone. Well, you got twenty-five high-quality games and yes. eleven bits of shit.
2: It's <laughs> potentially what they're saying there, uh, and you get member deals and discounts, which is whatever. Then you've got Xbox Game Pass for console, which includes hundreds of high-quality games on console, new games on day one, member deals and discounts. That's eight ninety-nine a month nine UK pounds a month. Interesting thing about this Game Pass for console, it doesn't have the console multiplayer. So if you get that, you can you play online. You need to basically... Yeah. I mean, if you're going to get that, you may as well get Ultimate because that's the cheapest way to get the... Uh, this
0: is why uh, it's weird. Yeah. Because I've noticed this when I was... Uh, probably last year at some point when I was re-evaluating what I'm doing with Game Pass. Um, and I was like, I don't understand why there's not a Game Pass Plus Live. like, yeah.
2: Like, it, it, it just have, seemed odd. If, if you had Game Pass a console, you had to have gold as a separate subscription, yeah. didn't you? Yeah.
0: Yeah. So you still had to buy Xbox Live Gold, either annually or whatever it was. Um which is why I went to Ultimate, because so I was like, this is just bizarre, and I was like, I just don't want the hassle. He's upsold uh, you, isn't he?
2: He knows, he knows what he's doing. But this
0: is, this is the thing, what they've done, right, is that I, I when they were doing this rationalisation, I thought, right, okay, they'll do Core, which will be the shit games and online, they'll do mm. Game Pass for console, which will be the library and online, and then they'll do Ultimate, which is the whole thing. But they haven't done that. And yeah. it's a really weird thing for me that they've not done this, like, incremental, you get more for what you pay for. Because you actually pay more for Game Pass um, for console than you do...
2: One of these fucking or, tiers needs to go, doesn't it? Yeah. That's, that's the fact of it. One they of these need needs to go. Game Pass for
0: console and Game Pass for PC. Hmm. Like, they need... If they want to do it, Game Pass core, cool, that's fine. You get your shit games, you get your online. Then you have... Game Pass, which is online on the ongoing day, or day and date games in the library. Then you have Game Pass Ultimate, which includes PC and console and all the perks for for the top tier. Then you got um, the PC
2: players going. I don't want to pay thirteen quid a month. I want to pay eight pound a month for PC only? We're the growth yeah, I mean, market.
0: Well, then either that or you do. You don't distinguish between PC console. Like you just have yeah, Game Pass, and it works like, on either or. Mm. I mean, no. I'd have Game Pass Ultimate anyway because I, there's no point yeah. in me having a Game Pass for console and a Game Pass for PC. Like, So if you're on both, it makes sense. Um, but, yeah, it's just weird. I still feel like there's another rationalization coming. I feel like this is part one. And it be can't, they can't leave it like this.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: you can't. It's just a ridiculous model, isn't it? A so you, well, you look to look have it to be You've got to have two subscriptions or you do Ultimate. But
2: they want but maybe you to do Ultimate. Yeah, That's they, what they do. Want. They don't. Yeah. yeah, I mean, fair enough. You want if you want to get two subscriptions, you'll pay more. So, uh, what, but why you would do that, I don't know. Phil ain't going to complain, but clearly they want people to be driven towards either. If you're PC only, I don't think they want to fuck with the PC audience because they know there's a good market to be had there. So they've even yeah. identified that as a growth market. So you let them have that for a relatively much cheaper eight ninety eight quid if they just want to have just PC only mm. and the console yeah. people. You say look. If you really want to just have one or the other, you can. But really, you should be having this ultimate. I mean, so
0: if you don't have ultimate and you're yeah. using core and you subscribe to Game Pass, you're paying fifteen pound a month. Is that? It will be. it more than that? I forgot the prices.
2: Nine quid and seven quid. So yeah, sixteen. So yeah, more than Game Pass, which is thirteen UK pounds. I mean, you've
0: got to say it's either ultimate. deliberate or a fucking huge cock up. It's deliberate,
2: almost certainly. <laughs> That's it it's always the upsell, isn't it? You pay, you mm. pay, you go to the top whack and you get like a, you feel like you're getting a discount, but it's only because they've made the yeah. loyalty so, such an abomination that that's the case. Mm. But I don't know. I, I, I'm not going to. I don't I, like it. <laughs> well,
0: I don't. I don't. I've, I've, I've always resented that Xbox Live Gold. They used to have silver, obviously, as well. But I've what was that. Resented. Was that just an
2: account, a free account, like an Xbox Live account where you have your profile? I don't think you paid for that. I, I like can silver remember. was just, it's like, oh, it sort of made
0: out like it was a. Yeah. Know, but. So you basically lapsed to silver when you didn't have. When your gold out, didn't you? Um, but I always resented that. But at least it was a relatively inexpensive yearly thing that you could usually find cheaper on a CD keys or something like that. And it was just done. Yeah. Um, but nowadays, like being locked into how it is I just I fucking resent it I really do Uh, it's because I always operate on the basis that if I can pay something up front and get a discount I will yeah but Mm. I don't even have a choice nowadays I just get shafted
2: they want that monthly money they don't want people stacking years like I've been doing for the Mm. last decade almost it's the right decision well it's slowly a bit in a road and even Jim's cottoned on to it and upped the price of the yearly stuff so it's still Mm. discounted but it's not as cheap as it used to be that's, that's where his price rise has got people's backs up. But that's Xbox Game Pass Core. Now, obviously, once this launches, we're gonna get a, at some point public numbers on what the Game Pass subscribers are. I do hope they say here's how many Game Pass core members there are, and here's how many other members there are. I hope they granularly break it down. They never they probably mm. won't, but if they no. say we've got now we've got sixty million Game Pass members, that to me doesn't it doesn't paint the picture in that, the it is it i mean it doesn't it, i want to know how this thing's like the how the new yeah. game pass like the the true game pass subscription is working mm. and we may lose sight of that now because you'll have these core yeah. numbers rolled in it's like well we've gone mm. up 5 million it's like well how many million of those were <laughs> ultimate or pc or console versus core because core is not mm it's not the same philosophy, is it? It's just a rebrand no. of an old service. And mm. the philosophy going forward, as we know, with, with Game Pass itself is day one mm. access to the first part in hundreds of games on a, yeah. on a huge library, not a static-ish mm. library of, of only 25 high-quality games, not 36. That's their own words. That's not mine.
0: Question. Yes. conscious we've probably run out of time. Yeah. But would you prefer, if they had Game Pass Core that gave you the legacy library and online... And then you had sort of Game Pass whatever that gave you that plus day and date games. So you got to play day one. I mean, I know that Phil does day one and then you can pay for early Fucking day five, that. isn't it? Yeah, but if you, Fine, it, and bastard. then you had a second tier, which was leg- like all the Legacy catalog plus day one. And then you had Ultimate, which is all the perks and everything in together. Would you see that more as a progression through or would you still resent the day one being locked behind a paywall? Do you think?
2: Because I I think that would fit better. My my whole stickler for the day one thing is, is they just lie and say it's day one. That's what annoys me. If they just come out and said day five, or or just reworded it in some other way, I'll be fine with it. I'd hate the fact these companies sit there and just bullshit. Yeah, and and they just play with words so it fits a market employer. Because what happens is all the fucking brain deads then start to parrot that. Day one. (laughs) Day. It ain't. I'm sorry, it's not day one. If he just said you'll get it a week after early access, I was just reworded it slightly. Yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't care. I probably wouldn't. I probably wouldn't even pay for the day one stuff because no, neither never I, I. I. That I was wait, where I was going with it. I could probably yeah. wait five days. But mm. the the thing that annoys me about the Game Pass, particularly the day one thing, is that early on in Game Pass, the perk of having Game Pass meant you got the early access phase as well. Gears Five. Yeah. was was a game where they first did that, and I thought oh they they that's the that's the that's the boon Whereas mm. now there's no there's a boon to it you get it on your subscription service and economically it's probably cheaper, but you're no longer that first class citizen that you were before it's yes yeah. that's say for the the premium upgraders, which is another thirty five quid if you've got the subscription yeah. or if you've bought the hundred pound edition outright mm. so if they just stop lying. I wouldn't have a problem it's, with it, but it's the this nonsense. This is where
0: this is where I'm at with it. This is what I mean. There's a there's a there's a cash grab yes. at the moment. I feel like going on with console players. I think that they've they I so I think they've cottoned on to the fact that there's a great deal going on over here, and there has been for a number of years, like in terms of value proposition, and they're now bleeding that market yeah. for everything they can. And I resent being part of that. i really don't like it and i'm not comfortable with it because game prices are going up console prices are going up they release a fucking pro version after two years like and you know what i mean you're forever spending and nothing to chuck money at it anyway like whereas beforehand you could buy a console really and you could buy a game for 40 pound and be done with it Mm. like it's it's just not that way anymore they're just absolutely just fleecing the console market and i i don't I just don't like it, so I'm trying to get out of it.
2: Well, it'll be interesting to see how that goes because it's you know, the PC does offer benefits. The Games generally are cheaper to buy. Generally, not always, mm. but a lot of them yeah, are. Yeah. <laughs> it moves by a fiver or a tenner. And with mm. CD keys and key sellers, yeah. like le- legitimate ones, you can find it even cheaper. And you don't have to pay for online. You know, So if you're into a la carte mm. gaming and you're not fussed about having a library of a million games, you can get away with paying for less it's just that upfront cost initially and then obviously sometimes, yeah, I'll, sometimes I'll the just hassles just of optimization. yeah. there's no
0: perfect there's nah. no perfect solution but I've I been tracking this kind of evolution I mean it, it was probably started at Fortnite and the, the mm. gaming has evolved quite rapidly since then I think pre-Fortnite there was still this great offering but for some reason post-Fortnite I would say this has been this yeah. this huge console cash grab that's been going on and um i'm increasingly and increasingly more uncomfortable with with what's going on
2: well we'll definitely track it i mean your pc should be in with us in a five to ten days hopefully and also i won't yeah won't jump on you immediately to get faults. but after a few months mm. it'll be interesting to see how you're finding that and whether it's mm. changed the way you purchase or consume your games but you will have Mm. PC Game Pass rolled into your Ultimate, so you can still access that library. Yeah, I mean,
0: I would say it's probably going to be a slow transition. So games that I'm already playing, or that I, I will still use my consoles. Like I'm not, mm. oh, yeah. I'm already locked into it. I'm paying for them. I bought the games. Like there's still advantages to be had there. But I don't want to I don't want to be got by the balls. I, yeah. And currently, I am, I am at their behest because they've got me by the balls. And that's just what I want to remove is.
2: Being Get your hands a... off his bollocks, Phil and Jim. That's what we want. Yes,
0: that's where we're at.
2: No hands on bollocks. There's a <laughs>
0: Let that be a motto. I mean, absolutely.
2: <laughs> anyway, we're going to transition out to some game impressions. This is the last of the old Turt. And what I mean by old tour is stuff that was recorded over six months ago. It's Tekken 7. So Tekken 8's not out yet. It's a bit of a, an old one, but Adkins likes to revisit his fighting games. Um, and then we'll be back on to well not newer games necessarily because that's not the motto but stuff that's been recorded within like a reasonable time period i won't have a top knot anymore for example in the video (laughs) version so it's that's how far back it goes i forgot about that some of those i might still have hair in (laughs) yes it's possible this is the last one and going forward there'll be more recent stuff but we'll Mm. see uh we'll see how it goes we're running out of the the backlog though so i need to pull my finger out and get some stuff in the bank, which I will, but it's Tekken 7 with Adkins, and we'll see you on the other side. Here we are then, back with some game impressions to see out this show of Idle Game Chat, once again joined by... Mr. Adkins. Not Adcock Hold on. Look out. Go get me a little compadre. He's going to get the compadre. For those at home, he's grabbing a little pop funk, and it's the fellow with the red eye and black eye. I'm not versed in who that is in Tekken, but oh, this, this is a Tekken oh, 7 impressions. Who's that? It looks like Ryu, but with one red eye. <laughs> It is the main man himself, yep. Kazua. Kazua.
1: Forget okay. uh, What's his name?
2: I reckon when people name? switch this on, they thought, cool, they've <laughs> had access to Tekken 8. It's like, no, you, you read it right, Tekken 7. We're going back to 2015 to have a chat about mm. Tekken 7, because Adkins is... Mishima,
1: picked, that was his name, Mishima. Picked, Kazua Mishima.
2: There we go. Adkins has picked up this again and gone for it for a second time and mm. never really got an original look at it so no game left behind is the mantra so Tekken 7 absolutely one of those cool. so this is a seven year old game coming up to oh, its, its eighth anniversary it as well, it as well. does it straight off the bat
1: well it got some stick when it first come out
2: what did you play the it on
1: PS4 originally
2: yep so this was the or PS4 it version the was, was it
1: Pro Pro out in 2015
2: I think it is. No. no, I don't think it was. I think it's later that year. PS4 Pro
1: came out 2016, so yeah. I played this on the original PS4, bugger me, wow. and... I think, I reckon this was even under... I've got a feeling, I remember Digital Foundry saying this is under 1080p res, and it looks it, and it's never been patched. They never... That's weird, isn't <laughs> no, it? No, there's no next-gen patch for it. There's no upgrade. Good it's Lord. an absolute fucking mud. Mud what? bath.
2: What are they playing at? Mm. Not giving Tekken the love it deserves, some exactly. say. saying. But,
1: it did get some very good... Um, chat about it because of after i think when did was this before or after um street fighter that was very bare bones when it came out if I remember rightly
2: yeah it was um that was yeah street fighter four was a bit of a a blow in terms of it came out a bit light on its feet um uh, was just, was, thinking, no it would have been street fighter saying, five yeah, wouldn't
1: it just, yeah street fighter 5, yeah. four they came out almost the same
2: yeah yeah, went, went head to head. God, oh, head to head,
1: which it looks like they're going to be doing again. Hold on, that's With a year later. Street Fighter. Was it? Was it 2016? Oh yeah, it was. Fuck me. Jesus Christ. Crap. Yeah, it's 15, wasn't it? Oh God, we got the years wrong. So oh, potentially, then we probably get Street Fighter 6 next year and tech in 8
2: 2024. Fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a little read of the store. It's hard to actually find in the PlayStation store anything, but here's what they've come up with. It's under Game and Legal Info, so just, Ooh, they just bunged it in bundled there. bundled the two. Yeah, they have. Discover the epic conclusion of the Mishima clan and unravel the reasons behind each step of their ceaseless fight. Powered by Unreal Engine 4... Tekken 7 features oh. stunning story-driven cinematic battles and intense Great. duels that can be enjoyed with friends and rivals alike through innovative fight mechanics. Expand your fighter's journey by purchasing the Tekken 7 Season Pass separately and gain access to stunning additional content. So there we go there. Yep. So let's try to figure out how to frame this. Now, you've mm. played for this once, yep. tickled Platinum'd through it, it. platinumed it. Did you partake in any competitive dabblings at that time, or was it or not? I
1: may have done. I think I had to to get the platinum to be. Right, clear, okay. But I didn't. I, I've never been an, a. Comp- I say never. I have dabbled in Retired now. Yeah, I'm retired now. I've I've done my bit. Yeah. I've never Go on the been veterans a, a tour. Long, exactly. I've never been All on the old long boys. Staying competitive multiplayer. Might team. jump on oh, for we'll... a couple of weeks and then get couple your ass weeks. whooped uh, and then exactly. get off. I'm, I'm exactly. I'm more of a cult, coach cow I would have played a lot of that, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I haven't, yeah, we haven't played much of it online against just because I seem to get a lot of connection problems. Um, kills it, you find it? That, yeah, it kills it, and especially this type of game, you're getting a lot of sort of Asian players, and they're absolute wizards at it. You see an Asian name come up, a bit like Monster Hunter. You always knew you were going to get someone yeah. to clear the monster down if you got an Asian. If you're fighting against one on here, you're like, well, that's that done then. Yeah, <laughs> might as well log off. Just gonna go. exactly. <laughs> So absolutely smashed. And the thing with this Tekken franchise is, I will go as far as to say, in my opinion, this franchise over the holy trinity of Tekken, Mortal Kombat, and Street Fighter, I would say that Tekken has the best overall character, characters with their stories and overarching story. It's the only one that sort of has a story that goes... is a, ca- a canon story that has carried on...
2: For seven entries. Fr-
1: from day, For seven entries. How oh am that?
2: I going to catch up?
1: Exactly. You're going to have to get back there. But this is the game. You say that. This is the game for you. Because what you have on here is an in-game currency that gives you the full library of every cutscene and every ending at every <laughs> Tekken game. Right. I see. So you can play through this as much as you want and you can unlock every video, every ending. So you technically can't play any of the game, but you can watch your art out of every story <laughs> and get everything. And, and that was up. brilliant. That was very good. No, so, not, you don't see that in the Mortal Kombat or a, te- or a Street Fighter game.
2: So I need to... Uh, we've blown this a little bit. So apparently, and I didn't even know this was a thing still, 2015 was the worldwide release of cool. Fated Retribution, which was the arcade version. Right, yes, that's right. That's, they do that a lot, Tekken. And then the home versions didn't come until 2017. Oh. Does that line up roughly with your... Yeah. I know we've oh, lost I'll two years because of
1: COVID. Yeah, I'll be able to tell you because... them I'll trophies what, and that platinum. My, br- my brain can't record anything anymore. It is obsolete, this brain. It's died a death. I mean, that's so what we—that's fascinating. What we do is There's an arcade we, we version coming back. Out. Yeah. So, correct. So I got the platinum. The sixth of June, twenty seventeen.
2: Christ! And it come out the second of June. Platinum. So you under a week, four days. You fucking four smashed that. I got
1: Absolute <laughs> fucking blew it. I think I only played about thirteen hours as well. It's one of the best. It might even sound here.
2: It may, well have, it may well have backdated the tracking. The tracking could potentially
1: where's that gone? Tekken Seven, four days, seven hours. I don't give you the
2: thing, but four days, four days. It says you have played it for four days, two four si- over seventy two hours Can't be. No, no, it took four. Days oh, from, from launch. thought well, that was long. your timer. I was like, "Fucking hell, he must have gone
1: online." Yeah, now I've clocked it about for, uh, probably about 20, 25 hours. Right, played it. For, okay, yeah. Okay, okay. Well, we're up to no, speed four. now. Like, right, up to speed. But yeah, I did. I forgot that. So, Street Fighter was before then? Street Fighter came before, before, and,
2: said, and before. said we've given you four characters. Yeah. Off you go. And I then... thought
1: was, yeah, see, that's I thought. I remember that. I remember yeah. that being out, and I was like, "Right, this is go." not going to be able to compete because that's although by that time a year later it probably did have a bit of bollards about it
2: yeah it's, right. in, it's interesting nonetheless Um mm. so let's fast forward to the present what's present. what's the um, I think I know what the trigger is but I'm Who assuming triggers? I'm assuming that the Tekken 8 footage that's been out and about doing the rounds and the <laughs> that we saw at a, a Sony state of play a little while back that yeah, yeah. that tickled something and you thought well I just need to get back into Tekken and, and play this game again even though yeah. you've already got the platinum so there's there's, a, there's no trophies right. yeah. to be had it's just purely out of the love of the game at this point no well the trouble with getting that platinum is in my head when I get these platinums
1: I feel that that's 100% of the game and I'm never going to play it so I, I do tend to, a game like this, I've platinumed it, and then I think, ah, I see it, I'm yeah. done. So I, there's very likely chance that I've done that, played it for probably a little bit longer, a couple of weeks maybe, just doing a bit here and there, and then dropped it, so never played it on the PS4, PS4 Pro, and obviously never played it on that PS5. So when I see there was the original announcement at Evo, weren't there? They showed like an update to it. There was yeah. there was a all oh, it was like balancing things, so it weren't like a huge update. Yeah. I think it's essentially the last update. Um and then it. yeah, they revealed at the end that there was tech and that. well, they just put Tekken next up or something. What's next? Stay tuned, so It was just before we got that proper trailer, and I was like, ooh. And I was like, oh, I must must pop that on just to see what that's like now on the PS5. And then, yeah, booted it up and was like, cool. No, still rough as boots. (laughs) Um, Then we got the real... Tekken 8 trailer which looked and I was, phenomenal which looked phenomenal yeah incredible still watch that now and I'm like oh, that looks incredible better than 1080p and they're even saying a real next gen if you look at any comments they were like Tekken 7 was dirty as mud yeah this looks like the real next gen Tekken I can only assume
2: that was a common criticism of Tekken 7 was that yeah. it just looked like not up to scratch And then maybe they no. took that to heart and gone well will show you now yeah
1: exactly
2: that and they showed us um,
1: but yes, yeah, so that was and also, I don't know if you know this, but don't there was know. also a Netflix exclusive anime that's on Tekken called Tekken Bloodlines which is essentially an extension of this
2: story of the campaign. Oh. So the, so the the anime starts seven entries in, basically. Yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> Fuck! There's the opportunity for them to catch me up, and they yeah. fucking just chuck that out. Is that old, or is that a oh, new? Oh, actually,
1: story? no, it don't. No, it don't. It's no. set between two and three, sorry. Crikey. But it's intertwined into this story. Okay. Because I'll say to this day, like I said, Tekken has the best overarching story, and I'll say Tekken 7 has the best fighting game story campaign, better than the Injustices
2: will. of the World, better than
1: in Injustice, and marginally better than the MK11, which was very right. good. But this, this is, is the king, the creme, in
2: my opinion, and many others. Interesting. So this playthrough in the present, mm. you just banged through the campaign once and and once done. Was that again?
1: it? Once again, yeah, I put that dabbled with a few little, what they call it, arcade modes where you just go through ten characters and the boss. That sort of thing, where you unlock some endings, but I've already unlocked everything. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I, I wanted to play through that campaign again just because I remember it being very good. And, like it says, on in-the-store thing that it does sort of add this little innovative system, which probably ain't that innovative now. But back in... T- 2017. It felt pretty surprising, but yeah, it's a great story and a culmination of the full seven entries. Well, technically nine entries because we got two tag tournament games as well, didn't we? Yes, we
2: did indeed. So, <laughs> how does the campaign work? Do you just do you get told which character you choose, or do you pick a character and then yeah, you get an ending like based on that?
1: No, it's a bit like. um Bit like the, the Mortal Kombat one, where you, you go through an overarching story, and it sort of intertwines between all the different characters. And then you right. play as a set character. Of course, oh. you don't get any choice like in Mortal Kombat. I think I remember the last two entries of Mortal Kombat, and yeah. in Justice, I believe the didn't second it? It one, you yeah, one. Sh- yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, that was quite cool. They should nick that off them. Steal it. <laughs> Steal it. that idea. But yeah, that's that's how it was. It was just sort of. I'm pretty sure because it weren't too. Lengthy, I think it's probably about four or five hours. Probably mm-hmm. about as long as Kirby, I'd say. <laughs> yeah, probably about four, four to five,
2: depending on your your, um, your skill. Does Obviously it, ability, is it right? hard? Like, if, if someone does there it, there are sections. Are do you know if it, Like scales. A, I've heard that some of them make it easier uh, if you die like five times or. Yeah, it could potentially because yeah, it did
1: there was some random spikes. There's a fucking nota, notable spike that did get hounded there is a character um i won't say just in case people do see um if they do see it as a spoiler but a very well-known character that is in the game everyone will probably know because it's so old and it's thing but he makes or she makes their way into the game and the fight with them was very very difficult right. and it was a sort of like a real spike but i was like oh blimey and there's also like a bonus stage where you play fight them and again it's just, it's just it's one of the hardest things on there and i was like <laughs> that's unnecessarily hard <laughs> why is that but i think it does have difficulty options so i think i remember to get the platinum i'm i think going like right i'm gonna have to lower this just to get that platinum and then i eventually managed to get back and actually do it uh, a normal thing but it was fucking hard
2: interesting so we've got a decent campaign here and it's one very that, good. one that ships you through different characters and events so you don't be, yeah don't be choosing that um mechanics combat how's this stacking up to the other fighting games obviously they've all got their own unique mm. styles and, and whatnot how's how's tech so, yeah a, it still hold is that part of it holding up? it still
1: does yeah it's it's very it's a bit like um in terms of uh combat and you know animations and stuff. It's very much like Monster Hunter. You you look at the Monster Hunter's animations, and they backdate yeah. to that PS one. Well, this you play a PS one game. It's pretty much still the standard thing. They're still using the same bloody net code or whatever they call it in the fucking <laughs> animations and that. you still get the same moves. That I they are not use bloody... the same
2: net code. Never still got, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs>
1: 1994. I never actually know what the net code is. What is a net code?
2: It's essentially the it's basically what the, the how the connecti- connectivity between players works. So right. it's what it's what determines how well it runs. Because you know, right. that's why they make a fuss about this rollback netcode, saying thing. that's yeah, like yeah. platinum style. Like if you're going to have a fighting game online, that's the best that's way to have it. So when right. when a new one's announced, they're like, oh, they've not said if it's got rollback. I mean, it's always a big right. thing because there's like lag and it's just not well, as not rubber banded. Rubber banding—that's uh, well, it depends you on know, the context. Racing games as well, didn't you? Yeah. So typically, I'm trying to—I was playing a game recently. That had rub. Oh, wasn't recently, but Horizon Forbidden West. It has those um, races that you can do on the back of one of the machines. Oh yeah. Those enemies are rubber band. Those races, sorry, are rubber banded. You can never get hundred yards ahead of them, they're always right. to catch up okay. to you and cause havoc, and it's infuriating. it's right. yeah, yeah. so what they used to do with eighteen wheeler in the arcade, oh, there really? was like a rubber, there's a rival on that that was rubber banded, and yeah, right. it's, a, it's a bit of an old okay. school tactic. Yeah.
1: but no, you always hear that link with these. Um But yeah, so yeah, no neck but yeah, it does formate. That's the same old animations, the same sort of overarching moveset, but. It does still hold up, and yeah, there's very, very stylistic, very, lots of particle effects, very, like the um, stages are destructible, and you can sort of smash through walls, and you fall down into a different. That does still hold up to a sense, um, and yeah, it's just the graphics that sort of falter it. But the campaign, where it does shine, is this innovative um, storyline. So it's sort of. It's all set around the the mission the Mishima blood feud. If you're not a fan of the Tekken, it's basically this father, father and son, I know that father part, and son yeah. that keep chucking each other off fucking volcanoes and mountains because they hate each other so much. And then it sort of you, you know it expands into some Japanese anime style thing where <laughs> people start turning into demons and stuff. But this it just it, it ultra transcends into this big fighting tournament they call it the king of ultimate fighters oh the, the king, king of pancris king, king of Pancreas. king of ultimate fighters it's a tournament the iron king tournament that's it um and yeah it's a fighting tournament where the best fighters in the world to go and whoever wins is the win you know throughout the game you're you're just playing as the it's a standard fight you know 2d fight bosh bosh bosh, bosh cutscene, Next cutscene. It turns into an uncharted set piece. Oh, absolute fun. It's amazing. It's there's um, quick time events. There's these hardcore anime cutscene fucking angles you get in that you've never seen in a in a um, fighting game. It's just stuff like s- slow mo in the middle of a fight probably wouldn't work. You know where you playing where you're fighting someone fucking with the old netcode and that. Yeah, online, online yeah. But exactly, a... but in a single-player game where you're fighting, it just makes it so more cinematic and it's very, very cinematic and it's just, yeah, it's just incredible. But yeah, you've got these, these, like I say, quick-time events, there's lots of set pieces, there's this sort of overarching music that fits so well and it's, yeah, the story's great. It just sort of all centres around this sort of storyline that's been expanding for um, what was it, fucking since 1994, was it? That yeah. Game was the original was released, something like that. And it, the story's done really well. It's like the perspective of a journalist right, that sort okay. of had dealings with the family and he's sort of trying to get the scope on the story and that's how it's set. It's like this: you're from the journalist's side and he sort of talks about getting coming into this fighting tournament and meeting all these characters and then... That's how you meet each character. It's just a really well-thought-out Tekken story, and it's a very well-thought-out gaming story because you don't typically get that with fighting games. It's, no. it's very box-standard, you know? You've got the good guys versus the bad guys, and that's it, basically, whereas this is something a bit different, and it really does pay off well. It's a shame it's so short, really, because, well, I say short, it's, yeah, for, for, I suppose you ain't going to want this for fucking 30 hours. <laughs> <Yeah>, 30 <but> hour <laughs> campaign, please, fighting game. I was enjoying it so much, I just wish it would have done maybe 10 max, but... Mm. I suppose yeah. that's
2: where the avan- the, some of the advantages of having like a Street Fighter style where you choose a character and it's slightly different with a different end in each time. gives yeah. It gives it that replayability and yeah. longevity. Or even like we mentioned with Mortal Kombat and Injustice where you could, it, at certain points, choose a different character just to Fantastic. just to feel like you've done something different. But I, yeah. I think I mean, it sounds like to me that this offers a bit more of a better campaign story-wise. Yeah. Um, just once you've kind of done it, you've done it and there's nothing yeah. really extra to see. Just quickly, are there any other modes that this game possesses? You've got online... Does it have, like... I'm trying to think what it was called in Injustice, where you would play against the AI and, like, earn currency and get yeah, new so gear and stuff. Multiverse, exactly I think it might have been called.
1: Multiverse, yeah. It's essentially the same thing as that on this, um, called treasure mode. So you'll mm. fight progressively harder people, and you would have, like, um ranking so you have it goes through I can't remember some Japanese stuff so you've got like Kai I think it's called or, Yeah, or and then you, you work your way up these sort of game these fighting leagues until you get to the top and you can do this all um, online or you can do this all offline and against AI but it pretends that you're playing against these fucking online people and yeah basically what they, this like treasure mode is called and you get in game currency and then with that currency you can then buy Basically, it's just, like, sort of cosmetic stuff. It's, like, different skins, different hairstyles, different weapons you can add and use. You can have, like, the stupid stuff. Like, you can have, like, a guitar on your back or a golf club <laughs> that you can use. Dress yourself up in all gold. Wear masks or whatever. And you can create your own characters using, like, you know, you can you could have Kazoo, play as Kazoo and use bloody Yoshimitsu's outfit. Yeah. You could really change it up and do it. But that's a cool mm-hmm. mode. Then you've got your box standard offline modes, which are, you know, like your singles, your, your arcade mode, your versus mode. There was a DLC mode that you had to pay for, though, which I never did get, and it has been in the Tekken series a lot, which is Tekken Bowling. <laughs> Have you ever seen that? It's a bowling. It's a full-on... I think this is because it used to be done does it still do uh, Namco I think yeah, they yeah. done like a bowling game oh okay um, right it's a little oh, it's not Bandai Namco isn't it like, Namco, yeah. Still goes. so yeah it's still them and yeah so there is a bowling mode the like I say the in-game currency that you could buy from the gallery mode where you've got you've got every single song that was on every single game and the cutscenes of every single story, the openings and endings of every single game. There's so much nostalgia there for the for the long time fans, yeah. and someone like yourself who you've never played the game, you can literally sit there for hours and watch every single thing.
2: Yeah, but then I've got to play through the campaign first, and I have to unlock it all.
1: Exactly. Yeah, that's s- true. Skip all well, the cuts. Well, they or- never really had campaigns like this. There was like a side scrolling, or like oh, it's like a two point five um, D beat em up. Thing oh, I've that seen that yeah six I think that was in looks yeah, like Street Fighter is looking. I think there was do. one in three as well, and that's what yeah Street Fighter six is about to do. um So yeah, that was one of them, and then like i say the bowling did. I can't remember what that was in possibly five, mm. maybe four. There was another bowling, but yeah, you've got that. There's the dreaded fighter packs again, which I've not purchased. Um, yeah, they're still fucking. I've, I've looked at it. you can get like a. Um, Ultimate Edition which I probably would buy that if it had um, a decent upgrade to it like a fucking 4K upgrade but yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd probably buy that but you've just got extra fighters that you know there are long times so I'd like to give it a go but I ain't paying 30 quid for them not it, now. Game was from <laughs> exactly yeah. Um. but yeah it's an overall great package there's enough play replayability for you to go and do this treasure mode so you can literally unlock everything you can all the concept art the fucking all the bits of paper the fucking notes the guides it's all there it's sort of like it's, it, this could have been the last one they could have done this and that's what they've given you they've given you the lot Walked away like from you it. get these street fighter compilations they do on switch you yeah the championship edition, it's got everything that ever's been since. This is essentially this of Tekken, Ooh. and now they're bringing eight out. So you're like,
2: right, but I thought they were going to draw a line under it, but no, no, exactly no, still going with another what still appears going. to be a sequel. Interesting, but, yeah. Well, look, we're outside the gaming gallery for mm. the Dimp clan, and you have got Tekken 7 in your hand. Sounds like I should be unlocking these doors and we're going in because it's going to earn some level of recognition in this prestigious um,
1: gallery. Gallery, gallery, I've got the doors and we're going in, baby.
2: Excellent. Where are we going to place this then? In in amongst your own personal exhibition. Platinum, gold, silver or bronze are the options. There's the little chap again for the the video watchers.
1: I belong in the gold God! Section. Absolutely phenomenal game. Best campaign for a fighting game there's ever been. Many should follow. Unlimited fun to be had. Modes to be had. Like I say, there's even a bit of bowling for people. If you're new to the series, you've got all the videos. If you're a fa- if you're a fan of the series, there's nostalgia to be had. Yep. The ultimate fighting game, I'd say seven. Best of it for, for a long time. Gets itself... Stop it, you'll Solid get me excited. Gold. Solid gold. Solid as well, not even scraping it, it. Like, like, sometimes. The only reason it ain't a platinum is because it looks dog rough. Right. <laughs> so well. it looks like a PS4 game. Um, <laughs> it's and a, and PS a PS4 game. game. <laughs> Poor bastard. No, it looks like a PS3 game. Right, so yeah. I'd say it's a, it looks like a PS3 game. I think that's the comments that people do say. So <laughs> This next one could be the... If it's this again... With um, with them graphics, with them graphics, and this sort of level of campaign and storytelling, and modes to be had. keep those fighter packs away. We're sick of them. Wow. I think other people buy them, so they probably yep. keep doing them. But but yeah, if more of the same, then Tekken 8 could be a platinum for me, depending wow. on how it goes. But he's already booked pretty, it in. It sounds like he's booked it, it in. But yeah, oh, that'd be a day
2: one of one hundred percent. Lovely jubbly. Well, that's going to close down this particular episode of Idle Game Chat. As usual, if you stumbled across this, you can subscribe on your favourite podcast app and uh, you'll get our episodes as soon as they are ready for public consumption. YouTube.com forward slash Dimp Digital. We post the video version of the podcast there and there's an Idle Game Chat playlist if you want to catch up on all the old toot. And then if you want to, Patreon.com forward slash Dimp Digital and you can join the community. Nothing more for us to say here, though, other than thanks for your time and ta-da.